Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. You recognize that voice. It's the one and only Sarah Frazier. David Yontif, my dear friend who I love. Um, David, these chats, I feel like, you know, they're top of the charts. I love that people are responding to you and me together. We've been doing this like nine months now. Wow. And I love all the feed. I get so much feedback now. Thank you guys for so many messages. Um, thank you for all the positive ones. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We love you all. Um, we, you know, where I think we need to start now it's a few weeks ago, but we really never, cause it's not just BravoCon. It's the bigger implications of, you know, a few weeks ago we had this, it's just a bigger implication of Jennifer Aiden and the Gore guys. And, you know, February is still the Mm -hmm. time, all the shit I know about Jersey and just, Oh my God. Here's the thing. I've said this before. I just like, you know, everyone always says to me, and I've said this before, what do you talk about when you hang out with a housewife? What do you talk about, Dave? What are you doing? And I always say the same thing. Housewives. It just amazes me. Like, I actually don't really want to talk about it. You know what I mean? When I'm in LA for a month, Sarah and you and I go, when we go to the Polo Lounge, Il 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 Cielo, Giorgio's, um, we're going to go to Mateo's, we're going to go to Craig's, we're going to go to the Polo Lounge. Let me see where else we're going to go. Polo Lounge again. Yes. We'll do, and we'll do all, we'll go four seasons, we'll do all the Vanderpump shit, and we'll go to the Abbey. You know, we can talk about Housewives, but I don't need to talk about it. This is why I don't like to go out with a lot of like, you know, 
fans of the show. Like, I'm, I'm okay to not talk about it, but this is what, it just shocks me. And this goes to Jennifer and Melissa, like, I don't understand how these people, it's their life, so many of them. Non-filming during seasons, not the BravoCon thing. I, I know other things about Jersey. Like, don't you want it? Don't you just want to punch it? Like, what a gift no. to, to make this much money and work for like, I know you have to film. So you have to film. There's like th- several months of work. And then when the show's out, you have to promote it and do the interviews. Don't you just want to spend the other third of the year not thinking about who you hate and which cast member hates you. I would just tune it out. I would really not check. I would just let it go. Let it go. Right. I mean, no. I, I think mean, you say that, but that, I mean, but you look at you as the podcaster, you're one of the top podcasters. You podcast 24 seven. You are in it all the time. This <sighs> is their job. It's their life. It's their career. You're not going to I mean, they probably punch it for a few hours with their kids when they're at their kids' soccer team, but then you are right back in it. You are right back in it. There is always drama. They're not going to let it die. David, no. Then they're not going to have a gig. You got to keep it going. Just like Jennifer. Jennifer Aiden also has watched and learned, honey. Well, when you put it in terms of me and my work (laughs) and the fact that I work 24-7, huh? You have a good point. You're right. Maybe I would be working 24-7 to bring my enemies. It's a job for them. Yeah, it's a job. And they're they're look, they're lucky to have it because most of these women would not be, what would they be doing if they did? I mean, you know, Teresa Judice did not land on television. I mean, would anyone be buying her cookbook? I mean, she, poor thing, she'd be making gnocchi and no one would give a rip, you know? I mean, now people want her gnocchi. But this is why I think Teresa's so whatever. I really don't think Teresa gets into it when she's not working. I mean, she does when it's brought up and she does interviews at BravoCon. I don't think Teresa, I mean, that's where it's like, it's you're a real power player, girl. Like, we'll love her or hate her. She ain't going to be fired. She doesn't need to keep this train going, right? So she really could be like, oh, you all knock your, knock your fucking heads together when we're not. I think Teresa disengages. I do. I think Luann is good at that. I, Giselle. I think there's certain people that are just good at like, they're confident in their position. I mean, bro, Roni's off the air, but that's, but you know what I mean? Like, and they don't think about it when it's not and when I say 24 seven, we'll get into some things like I'm talking like you're, you have fake accounts and you're attacking people, but oh. you know, yeah. So Jennifer and Melissa had this incident in Joe Gorga weeks ago at Bravo Cod. Jennifer threw the drink. Now I heard a couple of things. I heard some stuff. Well, tell me what you're hearing because I have listened to the podcast episode where Jennifer yeah. Aiden says, yeah, I mean, she essentially says that Louie was going over to Melissa and Joe with Louie's son to teach his son that you can be the bigger person and reach out. And essentially they wanted nothing to do with Louie Jr. They wanted nothing to do with Louie. I guess some words were exchanged or whatever. And then Jennifer jumped in and then all this is that same time when the drink was thrown. Yes. Uh, That was my understanding, right? Wasn't this the, I didn't, I didn't listen to, I didn't listen. I heard little snippets and then I said, Oh Jesus, it's Jennifer's voice. I, I, I I gotta go. Um, (laughs) but I mean, that's, I mean, I'm being honest. Um, I did hear something about that. So what, so Louie was with Louie Jr. What he went over to Melissa and Joe and said, Hey, 
But like he was talking about him and Teresa, right? Not about Aiden. She had nothing to do with it. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Or- yeah, that, that's my understanding is that they were going over, I think, just to exchange, exchange, exchange pleasantries. And the Gouras but- wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. And especially Melissa, I guess, was was the way that um, the way that Jennifer describes it. And then basically Jennifer, of course, just goes in from there that they're kind of trash. And, um, you know, they. But then because I always thought Melissa came in and said loser. And then, you know, maybe it was two different times. I did hear that, but maybe it was at the same time. I don't know. But regardless, um, well, that's interesting about Louie and Louie Jr., but yeah, I mean, apparently Melissa said, because Melissa on her, Melissa talked about this on her own podcast. And she said, you know, Jennifer was talking all day about me at the panels that were basically have one foot out the door and we're going to be terminated because we're not with Teresa anymore and enough was enough. And that, yes, like basically, you know, that she said something like you loser. And then Jennifer just wasn't going to take it and turned around and was like, when, you know, I'm not taking sides. I'm just, you know, and then that's when the drink was thrown. So look, a a lot of people are team Aiden on this, to be honest with you. Really? Okay. A lot. I mean, a lot of people are like, you know, the way Joe Gorga, you know, and Melissa's assistant PR was involved apparently. Like, you know, they're saying the way the, there's a, the, I don't think BravoCon did the Gorgas any favors. They're saying that like the way that Joe spoke to a woman and we have all these different angles about was he too close and who was too close. And there's that. Now I heard, well, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that, you know, listen, I think, cause Jennifer's really done a lot of damage control a lot. And so is Melissa. But I think it's one of those moments where when you throw a drink, I know it was water. I know it was water. I know okay. it was like a quarter filled. And I know there was a little ice in it. I just, I'm not saying that's a dangerous move when it's water. I just think to me, when a drink is thrown or any object is thrown, now it's like, you shouldn't have done that. I'm not, I'm not taking sides. I just think from a corporate point of view, now I think you are fucked. I think you're fucked. I do. Really? Well, the drink throwing drinks is like the MO. You think it's fine when you're filming on the show, but not fine when you're at yeah. BravoCon? 100 percent Well, yes. I, I did yes. I had read, I did read that Andy Cohn was actually very upset about this incident. And you know, okay, maybe you have a good point. Now I heard that now this is not this is from a this is from a source that has maybe a vested interest and i've heard this a bunch of times but i heard jennifer was sent home from BravoCon. she that she really? wasn't at uh, that, that's what i heard i have not been able to corroborate that i heard that that last watch would happen she wasn't out but it's because she was sent home just to like this is what it's not out there it's not googled or google or at least at the time that we're recording this it might be by the time this airs a week later but I heard that she was sent home. And then to me, it, you know, on my mind goes to like, Diana's never been at Watch What Happens Live. Even before the bots, she was never there, which is strange. Jen Shaw was never there, nor is she ever going to be there. And I mean, oh now, I mean, yeah. I mean, this season, let me say this season. And I'm starting to think like, is Jennifer not going to be allowed at Watch? Look, they don't care. They need Beverly Hills people there during Beverly Hills. If you're banned, then we could go on without you. We could have Rinna three times. I mean, 
they could have a Jersey representation without Jennifer Aiden being there. No one said this to me, but I wonder if this is going to have bigger implications and like, she's not going to be allowed to watch what happens when the new season comes back. If I were Melissa and I'm not team anything, I'm just saying from a business point of view, how I would do it. Cause they're both speaking out. They both, if I were Melissa, I would be a thorn in Bravo's side. I'm not saying team, team Melissa. I'm just saying whether you're right or wrong, I would be a thorn as a lawyer in Bravo's side of like, I want something done. This drink was tossed. I want something done. Now yeah, you're going to pull footage and all of that, but that's, that would be me. I would be making it into a, like, this is physical. She threw a drink. That would be me. And I would take it all up and I would be like a thorn in their side and told Jennifer was banned from Watch What Happens. Yes, because that's my enemy. I mean, what good would that do, Melissa and Joe? Because I mean, the reality is we know Andy and Bravo are going to be team Teresa, right? I mean, now Teresa is newly remarried. You know, Louie has his sons. They're blending families. There's still a ton of rumors about Louie. I mean, they're going to choose Teresa. So would you really rock the boat if you were Joe and Melissa? That's the other side of it. Not necessarily. Here's not necessarily. Listen, here's that question goes to when your mind goes, right? I think Jennifer's there. I think Rinna's there. I think when your mind goes and you are so gone and you're so in this insular world, you forget you're making a lot of money and you think you are above it. Right. So, right. Do Joe and Melissa really feel that they're untouchable still? Or is it like what Jennifer says? I do think it's like what Jennifer says. I think they know this party might be over. Not, and look, the next season is filmed. We have a season filmed with yeah, Joe and Melissa. Got that. They're getting and, their paycheck. Yeah. And I think they might have a season after that because we have to now, maybe. But I do think this is possibly the beginning of the end for them. Look, it's been a great run. It's been a little right. You know, I think this might be the beginning of the end. Not the stories just run. The stories run, right? Like, what is there left? If you are really done with Teresa, it's kind of the nail in the coffin, don't you think? I mean, Kathy Wakili. I mean, like, we could go down the list, but I just think, where does your story go? There's no firing Teresa. It's not happening. Love her or hate her. She's not going. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Joe and Melissa are not getting their own spinoff, you know, I mean, they're, yeah. I mean, the only thing, I don't know, you know, none of these shows shock me. I mean, does something else come out about Melissa and Joe? Does something else come out about Louie? I mean, you know, things can change on a dime, you know? Um, So maybe, um, but also I could see Melissa and Joe, I could see them walking away from it. Cause I, I mean, it sounds like I have no proof of this. You're, you're closer. You probably know from more sources, but I mean, I think Joe has a legitimate construction or building company. I think <laughs> it's sandal season. Look, everyone always gets excited for sandal season. The weather is warmer, but I wear sandals year round. And now you can too. Thanks to Crocs with the new Croc style sandals. You can embrace those feel good summer vibes all year long. I love Crocs sandals, not just because they're stylish, but because they're they're so comfortable. And when I'm comfortable, I feel I can do anything. They have new Miami sandals and Brooklyn sandals, but my absolute favorite are their getaway sandals. They are so soft, light, and thin. It literally feels like
like I don't have any shoes on at all. There's a cushiony soft footbed and it honestly feels like I'm walking on clouds. Style-wise, they go with anything and everything and I can wear them anywhere, no matter how casual or a more formal event. You have to check out the getaway sandals and all of their sandals come in such a variety of colors. So you can match with any outfit. Right now, get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Tis the season. And look, I always ask guests if they could wear one brand for the rest of their life, what would it be? And for me, it's very simple, Lululemon. The main reason I love Lululemon, it's a one-stop shop. I know you think of them for working out and athletic gear, but there's so much more. I've worn Lululemon to work out. I've worn it to brunch, business meetings. I even wore Lululemon once to a black tie event, but sh- don't tell anyone. And Lululemon makes the best holiday gifts. They have hoodies, t-shirts, pants, puffer vests, puffer jackets. My favorite, the ABC pants. Oh my God. I went in to buy a pair and I ended up leaving with every single color, black, trench, true navy. Should I continue? And what I love best about Lululemon and why I think they make the best gifts this holiday season is they're so comfortable. Look, we all have to move. Movement is so important, right? And it's so easy to move in Lululemon's clothes. They are literally the most comfortable, playful, fun clothes I have ever owned. So this holiday season, set joy in motion with Lululemon's best gifts. That's right. Set joy in motion with the best gifts at Lululemon. That's lululemon.com. Using Talkspace to me makes me feel like I have a mental health professional with me at all times. And I freaking love that. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry and being able to reach out to my provider at any time, anywhere, makes taking care of my mental health super easy. You guys know I'm never in one place for very long and I'm so relaxed when I'm traveling and I'm away and knowing that I need to talk with my therapist, all I have to do is send a message from wherever I am. Look, therapy isn't easy, right? And dealing with mental health head on, it's a challenge at times, but connecting with my therapist isn't and shouldn't be. You can sign up online for Talkspace and you get a personalized match with with a provider that's right for you, typically in no more than 48 hours. How great is that? And they have thousands Thousands of licensed therapists with over 40 years experience in all specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, and so on. Relationship issues. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to get $100 off your first month. That's Talkspace.com slash velvet. You see my face? I mean, okay. Well, then maybe not. So I don't, honey, I don't think they would ever walk away. I don't, never. I don't think they would ever give up this one point something million. Never. Um, Does he have a company? You know, I mean, do I really know? No, but I don't think, you know, there's all this stuff that's coming out now online. You can Google it. Kim has brought it up on our Patreon about like, we think what we have deduced 
me and Kim, and it is outlined now that, you know, Gabriella, Teresa's daughter, has a big part in the season where she reveals something. Teresa keeps saying, you're going to find something out and you're going to realize I'm not an asshole. I was protecting them all these seasons. The rumor as it comes out that he, which came out a little bit in the past that it's really at the forefront, that he had so many debts with the construction business and everything else, allegedly, that he barred against the parents' house so many times and the parents' house was foreclosed on and he lost the parents' house. And that's what, and Gabriella brings it up on air and it's the storyline. And that's where Teresa's like, I could you see, that. I'm not an asshole. I was protecting my brother because even though we're not, there's no love loss between us. I didn't need the, his story to be that he lost our parents' house. And, you know, with Teresa, it comes back to her parents. And that's a thing for her. That's where it's like, it's not like I'm not choosing my family. I'm choosing my parents over my brother. And you fucked our parents, right? And like, I didn't do that to them. I'm kind of rescued them. They came and moved in with me. And Louis is even making comments online, like, I'm happy he's talking more about how they got cast on the show, which I don't even care about that. Like who cares? It's like old news, but Louie is making comments of like, I'm glad that this is finally coming out. And so with like the casting thing, but like, I don't know. I mean, I think that might be the thing that we're talking about where Teresa's like, something's going to be revealed. That's so shocking. And that's what Gabriella says. And we're all going to say, wow, Teresa really isn't this and you know, whatever. So I know, I don't know if there's such a construction business with tons of cash flow you know, where they're like, you know, Lisa Vanderpump or Kyla Mauricio or Diana Jenkins. No, I'm not. So I don't think there's tons of money there under the surface of the lifestyle that they live. No, I, I, I don't think so. That's me. That is my opinion. And so, okay, no, out my pen. fine. But no, I don't think they would ever leave this job. Nope. Not willingly. Go on. Okay, so if your theory is correct, and this is sort of the big elephant in the room, where do all the rumors come in where Teresa alleges that, was it Joe was having an affair or Melissa had an affair? Remember, I mean, Melissa, Melissa with that guy that we saw the picture of that was revealed in the New York Post. So where does that play in? Because the Gorgas say that that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Why does everybody want to talk to me about this affair, alleged affair? I just, I mean, no, 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 alleged. Like, there's nothing I know for sure. But, I mean, I've spoken out about this many times. And, you know, listen, I'm going to spare everyone the details. But, guys, this isn't Beverly Hills. I mean, first of all, when it is other franchises, my phone still rings. When it's Jersey, New York, my phone rings. Okay, my, my phone rings. So Sarah, they all listen to us. So I know, I I know, guys, we're not proud of that. Like, please don't listen. Yeah. So I said things where I thought there was an affair. Then I changed my mind. Like I flipped. Just I'm not scared of anyone. I just you know I'm processing it. But (laughs) my shit has been called out when I've made some of these comments of like, what are you saying, David? And by the way, if you're gonna listen and call shit out with this show, do it in real time. If we are an episode in say August and you got a problem with it, call it out in August. If you're finding it now, and this happened recently, some social media accounts are finding some things that David and Kim D have discussed on the Patreon and posting them now. And people are seeing them of like, wait, I thought we cleared this up. Like, why are you running your mouth? And it's like, well, I can't help it if, you know, Bravo ass wipes is posting it today on Twitter. Um, here's the documentation this aired in fucking, you know, June. 
Okay. Like you see the background when I'm in the Hamptons, like loving my life. Um, but some shit like that's been going down for me. So uh, thank you for making my life even more complicated. Um, no, I do think this affair rumored affair. Um, everyone's going to say he slipped twice and said affair just because I'm not using the words alleged. I don't know anything. Um, I think that comes into the play as well. Sure. Okay. I think it's, okay. I think it's all, I mean, that's really juicy. Yeah. That's really juicy. Your theory. Uh, I think it's a little bit of both, but the point is yes. To answer your original question three hours ago, I think it's <laughs> well, then that's Melissa's argument. Melissa's argument is BravoCon is for the fans. I mean, those were her exact words on, on her, inst- on her, on her, on her podcast. Like, yeah, you're paid to flip tables and throw drinks and have breakdowns on camera. I personally don't think Jennifer Aiden is advanced enough, like as a human or intelligence level to understand. Like, like if you really go to BravoCon, you're in that bazaar, you're selling your shit, you know, you're, this is your, you're there for money. You're getting paid. You can sell your product. Like, no, it's not, you have to bring shade on you. There's shade. Look, there's a lot of shade, right? We had Giselle with shade and this one was shade. And Giselle edited the, the watch what happens. The rumor is and all. This. Oh my God. Like, we'll get into Potomac. I, yes. I can't wait to talk Potomac. But, I like, mean, you're, I, I, yeah, on, but you on. know what I mean? Like your job there isn't to throw or flip. It's, it is like, this isn't, no, I think it's looked down upon to take it to a, such a negative level. You can have your problems with people and bring shade in front of the audience, but I think this isn't that I think there is a difference. Yes. And I think in that moment, like I'm not saying Melissa and Joe are innocent. I'm just saying like, I don't know. I think when you toss something, it's like, I think Jennifer is probably having sleepless nights and spiraling of like, I just hope this fucking doesn't sp- make go into anything. And it's a drink. Maybe I'm making a big deal out of it. Yeah, if I, I, like if I were I Melissa, I, I wouldn't let it go. I would try to, I would try I to make know. it something. I don't know. All right. Interesting. Okay. I mean, same I, with I, Jennifer. I, Jennifer could be doing the same thing. I mean, I was bullied by a man and this is, I don't feel safe. It, it could go both ways, but it could get, I mean, listen, things happen behind the scenes, Sarah. Don't kid yourself. I mean, I know things like, you know, not just this franchise, every franchise they yeah. involve PR and HR and, and things go up the corporate ladder, you know? Oh my God. Well, I mean, God, it was a big week too. And Ebony and Ramona going on podcasts and revealing so much. I mean, okay. All right. We have a lot to talk. We have tons to cover. Um, do you want to talk Potomac? I mean, I guess that's all we have to say about yes. New Jersey per se. Um, where do you want to be your, your little, your, um, little, okay. your little board? Is that what you're telling me? this Potomac season? <sighs> I am. I am. I mean, aren't you? I want to know from our VR listeners. Aren't you bored? Oh my God. They are trying to make something of these Chris Bassett. Oh, Ah, uh, look, I'm going to say, I love, I will always ride for Potomac. I like Giselle. I've never interviewed Giselle, but I just don't know how they continue to keep Giselle on. And they will, they are going to, she's the Teresa Judice of that franchise, but there is no storyline there. Like she continues to just, she turns it around and she makes it about everybody else, but herself. And we learn every season, we learn nothing about Giselle. We know no updates about her dad. We know no updates really about her children. We know no dating updates, the cheating pastor that is her ex and whatever he's doing down in Georgia. We don't know. We don't get anything about she and Peter Thomas. Maybe we will more. 
they are trying to make something out about these texts that even Robin Dixon, her ride or die friend in, you know, episode two is like, girl, there is this is no Candace candy gal, our gal went on Instagram and said, look, if you have spent half as much time coming, you know, it revealing real things about your life, you would, we'd have a real show. I mean, I just, I feel like they're blowing it so much. I mean, even my girl, Ashley, and I do think one of the fun things to look forward to is Ashley and Candace, I think are going to call a truce and kind of start to hang out and be friends. I love it. Two of my favorite people. But I mean, Chris was not trying to get with her when he was like, you all should have come to the W. I mean, he was, it was a promotional, like you guys should come to my new restaurant that I'm managing. It just, I don't know. It's again, we've come off of, we've come off of RHOBH, which I mean, even John Hamm, I mean, huge actor John Hamm is talking about RHOBH on the Howard Stern show. I mean, it's transcended. So it is, we have these expectations. I'm trying to keep that in mind, but I'm just like, oh, guys, guys, come on. I mean, we need like, and I mean, Ashley's doing her part. She's kind of divorcing, you know, Michael. And I want to ask you about that because somebody at BravoCon stood up and said they slept with Michael Darby, a guy. And I want to, I want to know. So, you know, the other thing about that's going around about Potomac, which I think is interesting. I don't know why she did this, but apparently Giselle had Andy edit out a joke from Legends Ball. Again, you know, everyone comes for Andy because he's the king, but people were just like, Andy takes shit too far. I I heard it. I didn't think it was too far. It was basically just she has bad fashion, which everyone says all the time. She took it personally, I guess, coming from him, supposedly had it edited out. I don't know. I feel like you got to take a page out of Candy Burris's book. You can't ask for edits. You know, I don't know. I okay. My thoughts are once again, Sarah, you are just a wealth of genius. You speak and it's like, I got to stop. You know, everyone is like, oh, he interrupts her. Guys, I interrupt her because there are so many points that I don't know if I'm going to remember them all. You just said 17 points. Now, let me start. I take a page out of Candy Burris' book. Listen, I truly feel, I've been on other podcasts where I've opened my mouth and I'm like, shit, I never ask. People ask me for, I never ask for an edit. I don't believe in it. If I said it and it came out of my mouth, I don't, and I think this is why people like Behind the Velvet Row. I'm not trying to be funny for all of you. I'm not trying to be shocking. I'm not trying to get my, oh my God. And I listen to some of these Bravo podcasts, all of them, they suck. They all suck. All of them. I think they're what? trash. Do I, all these other, I listen and I'm like, oh, they're all just trying so hard to be shocking and controversial and either have it or you don't. Okay. So I feel because I don't try, I'm not trying to let me give my little one liner and look at me. I'm so, I am, I don't, please don't look at me. There's no ego here. I don't. So I feel when I say something and it comes out of my mouth, I don't always, I backtrack. I'm like, shit, I didn't really mean that. Like, not that I'm scared. I just think about it, but I would never ask for an edit. Honestly, sign me up for, you know what, Sarah, when you get me into the reality show, I'm not going to ask for an edit. It just is what it is. It Thank is you. what it is. It's I'm going like, to roll this tape up when you go, I want edit about how no, I was portrayed. No, do you know why? Because we evolve, we evolve. I'm not the same, but I meant it in that moment. That was an authentic statement 
That was an that was an authentic reaction. That was authentic in that moment. Now I flip flop. Melissa did this. Melissa did that. I don't know. We're in this fight. Of course, we evolve and we think. But I, at that moment, when I said it, I meant it. No one's standing behind me with a gun, so I feel that yes, I would never ask for an edit. So I mean, Giselle. I love having this much attitude. No, not attitude. Attitude with an E. You know the sustainably made bedding that helps me sleep better at night? Attitude is made from 100% bamboo. Do you know bamboo is often referred to as the vegan silk? Their innovative clean bamboo from Attitude. The fabric is softer than silk, more breathable than cotton. It's cooling. It's hyperallergenic. I used to have a real problem sleeping because I would wake up so hot and sweaty all night. Well, not with Attitude sheets. I sleep so much better. They literally like regulate my temperature as I sleep. So I wake up feeling cool and relaxed. I've had the best sleep of my life since I've got Attitude sheets. And because Attitude is all about positive impact, they donate 1% of sales to environmental nonprofits. But guess what? One of the best things, there's no risk. You can try Attitude bedding for 30 nights. And if you're not completely satisfied, return it for a full refund. Right now, you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit Attitude.com slash Velvet Rope and enter promo code Velvet Rope. Remember that's Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E as an eco-attitude Order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at attitude.com slash velvet rope, promo code velvet rope. Honey, it's what season? Like you're making money and really, really? Because Andy said you didn't look good. Who cares, girl? Who cares? Giselle has done your show numerous times. Am I missing something? I, I don't get, I don't get how she's still relevant. Am I wrong? Am I like... Look, not all interviews behind the Velvet Rope are created equal. You know, like you said last time with Jerry O'Connell, you know, he's of the business. Certain people, you know, they speak and you're like, this is, this is good. This is real. And other people, you know, you get whatever. And you're like, it is what it is. I love having Giselle on the show. I'd love to have her back. It's, yeah, I mean, you gotta, this is why people are like Giselle it's too much, right? It's like, you've got to reveal, you've got to cry. you got to, again, if you don't want to do that, then what show are you on? Like, that's but it's what not even want. believable that Chris Bassett wants her. That's like the thing. You know what I mean? Like Chris Bassett's kind of, he's on and popping. He's hot. You know what I mean? Like he would want another young thing. Like, I mean, and but Giselle's gorgeous. Against, Giselle is gorgeous, but I'm just saying like, there's just no chemistry. It's like, I have more of a, I have more of a easier time believing Michael Darby is trying her than I do Chris Bassett. Well, no. And also like, look, I think Chris is not an idiot. Like if you, first of all, I really don't think Chris is out there like sticking his dick into there. I think he has Candace, but Candy Gal is a friend of the show, but I love Giselle too. I just think that. Chris is not dumb. Like if you really want to go and have an affair, A, it's kind of like, I think Chris would say like shit or whoever would say, but Chris would say, I, I want to do this. And you know what? I can't do it anymore. Cause I'm on this fucking show. And certainly if you don't say that and you want to sneak around like a cat burglar in the middle of the night, sorry guys, I'm going to make gun gun behind the head and cat burglar jokes. I mean, I'm not going to, because of Dorit, you don't want me to say this shit. Some, some idiot said that insensitive. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I'll say whatever I want, but let's not have a breakdown here, David. Um, but my point is, 
I mean, I don't think Chris, if he were going to go sneak around like a cat burglar and stick his dick into someone, it's going to be like, let me pick someone that's on the actual show that's being broadcast to millions of people. Come on. It's not even likely. It's not, it, it's not, it's, it's a nothing burger, babe. It's a nothing burger. It's just a nothing burger. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I love to see they teased Katie Rost is back in the mix. Maybe Katie will add a bunch of, you know, I mean, she already was Ray, Ray, Ray's got a little thing for her. I mean, you know, yeah, I'm just, I'm a little struggling. And I, I feel like from Candy's tweets that she feels it too. Like we got to step up. Like what is the, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Like we need, you know, this season would have been a great season for Robin and Juan to get married like this. You know, they could have done the bachelor trip. We could have seen Michael unhinged, by the way. Okay. Talk to it. Talk to me about a guy at BravoCon stands up and says, I had, I hooked up with Michael Darby. What do you know about this? I mean, the women in the audience seem shocked and I'm like, y'all are shocked. Like to me, this man swings any old way. Like, are we shocked? I mean, look, he listens to behind the velvet rope. So I know exactly who this is. Troy. Folky. Not Michael, the guy that hooked up with Michael. Allegedly. That's what he says. Yeah. Allegedly. allegedly. I mean, okay. I'm not calling him a liar. Now there's 90,000 views on his Twitter. I already said my co-host twice a week, sometimes once a week puts her sh- sometimes. No, not, but lately twice a week puts her shit out. She gives me the topics. Yeah. You know, I give her topics and she's bringing this up girl. So, I mean, this is all at a DM. So like, <laughs> When this, Sarah like, okay, I'm like, well, it was on your list I'm of topics sorry. you wanted it's to discuss. I, yeah, you can blame it on me. I'm sorry. I love, it's no secret. If you tune into the Sarah Fraser show, almost every guest I have on, I want to know what's going on in your bedroom. I don't give a fuck. You can plug your charity and then let's talk about you sucking some day. I, you know, let's get to it. I'm sorry. Well, I already I told you that, you know, about. sometimes I go after a young ones. So there you go. I mean, that sounds bad, but I mean, 20 something. So, um, so you already know what goes on in my bedroom, but I like age appropriate to everybody. Um, okay, good. See, let me clarify. Um, so, but he, so I said, girl, like the, the co-host Sarah, yes, I'm blaming it on her. She's bringing this up. I mean, do you want me to mention your name? Cause I mean, I like to provide as many sides. So he's like, whatever, it's already out there on Twitter. So Troy Fokey is the gentleman who stood up. I don't know yeah. what his Twitter handle is, but that is the Instagram. Now the plot thickens, the plot thickens because he is friends with the one, the only Michael Vicky's son. Oh, Okay, wait, Vicky Gumbelson's son, Michael, and Troy are friends. Yes. Okay. You guys like this little bit of detail. So yes, I do. Yes, he, he, he was sending me screenshots, this Troy, during BravoCon. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, slow down. I don't understand. How does this involve Shannon and Vicky? Like, uh, girlfriend, is it's a busy weekend. So, so apparently he said this. Hold on. I'm just reading. I'm mean, Yes, get it. Get it. <laughs> Sarah's like, fuck it. Don't have any ethics. Like, so apparently there's 90,000 views on Twitter. Only his close friends you knew, not even Vicky. So he knows Vicky because he knows Michael. She said she knows you. You did her podcast. Yes, I did do Vicky's podcast. Yeah, she said Vicky was the bitchiest housewife she's ever met. I think he's talking about Ashley. Yes. And I was next to speak. My question was for Carolyn Manza because I asked Teresa the night before if they run into each other, if they would not be civil. And Teresa said, absolutely not. I was going to ask Carolyn what her response was. 
But then Ashley was talking, okay, Ashley was talking shit about Vicky. Get it? Because Ashley said Vicky was the nasty. Um, here's the origins of this question. So Ashley said Vicky was the nastiest to her ever, right? They did the squash the beef. Yep. Okay. You get yes. it? So they said, yes. Ashley, who's the worst? Vicky, she's this, she's that. He, this guy, Troy, is friends with Vicky because, and it's true, he's been to her house in Kodo, the other house. He used to go in the hot tub with Michael and all, like, they're friends. So he was, Ashley was talking shit about his friend's mom, who's also, he's friends with Vicky. So when it okay. came to his question, he was going to ask Caroline, you know, Teresa said, there's no, you know, she's not going to be civil to you. What's your response? But by the time he got up there and it was his question, Ashley talks about shit. Instead, he was like, I just want to let you all know I hooked up with Michael Darby. See the question change. Then fucking Ashley was right. It's okay. Hey, good thing. So, so I dropped it with good thing. You're getting divorced. Okay. Oh. Gina, Carolyn, and Marlo lost their shit. So I know this person. Look, I mean, I wasn't in the bedroom. I wasn't in the bedroom, but it's a man. And I, I believe, you know, like you said, I mean, it's, oh, wait, hold on. There's more I just information. Don't, I, don't, I mean, you know, thank you for sharing. I, like, I just don't find it that shocking. I really don't. Like, I just, does anyone, did anyone really no. find it that shocking? I mean, people did, like, acted shocked i think just because he was there in the audience and saying this allegedly happened yeah but no i'm not shocked ones that yeah the plot thickens at BravoCon. can the one the only candy gal and chris bassett found him and hugged him and said thank you for telling the truth in front of everybody um he met michael at, i'm just reading the ds i asked you bro if i could say this and you're like whatever he said i met him at a hotel in new york city after my ex and I broke up, he got me drunk. I'll have to I'll have to show a picture of this person. Gross. So embarrassing. He's not cute. Actually, it was during the last time when I was hitting you up. Yes, this listener hit me up. Guys, I always say, everyone hit me up during BravoCon. Can you all hit me up like when it's not BravoCon? It's not BravoCon and I'm yeah. in New York City and like actually have a minute to take a Thank shit. Um, so yes, he was hitting me. Sorry, he was hitting me up when he was this Troy Foki. He said he was, I, I guess I didn't respond. Shame on you, David. He said he was on a layover and got a hotel at the airport. So apparently this happened in New York and this Troy was hooked. I mean, Jesus, if I responded to this Troy, I could have had a threesome with Michael Darby. That I would, (laughs) that I would do just to like, that I would do just for all of you. Uh, it would be epic. Well, look, Michael has clearly had a ton of practice. So I would have a threesome with Michael Darby. He seems like he knows what he's doing. Um, he has no shortage of people, even at 60. What did we say? We looked up his age, 62, 63, 64. He's somewhere in there. The man is raring to go. And, uh, you know, Ms. Darby does not mind y'all. So, I, you know, nothing. I, I will say this. I have met them out for years. I've seen them and interacted with them. There ain't nothing Ms. Dobby is not aware of that Michael is doing. But so I don't know, y'all. Y'all keep acting like you're gonna catch her. She's been down with all of it for a long time. So and it works for them. They're in love. I mean, even though now they're separating. Yes, and yes. And this Troy says, Do you think I'm a bad person? I feel bad. I apologize. And he knows I'm raining. I mean, I said I was gonna, I feel bad later. She was talking shit about my Vicky. <laughs> That's my mom's friend. Do, 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 do. I didn't plan on saying all that. People are trolling me online. <laughs> he, he asked me for some advice on trolls. I'm like, girl, get, don't worry about it. It was like, Nettie, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. Now he thinks he's not invited back to BravoCon. No, I don't think, I think you can go no. back to BravoCon, dude. I don't yeah. think they. 
they give a shit. I don't know if Jennifer Aiden is going to go back to BravoCon ever. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm making more. I know you, you may have insight on that. You seem to think that's such a big deal. I feel like in the Bravo universe, like that's like no big deal at all. But anyway, um, I told Ashley about sleeping with Michael. I feel really bad. It came out. People are hating on me. Um, look, this is all 11. I, do I know if this is really true? I mean, sorry, Troy, like I gotta, you know, I just, I'm sure it's true, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so there you go. I'm like you, is that really a shock that Michael Darby fucked one one of the behind the velvet rope listeners or fucked around with, I don't know if he actually fucked him, um, in New York city on a layover. No, No. it's not news to me. Michael wants his dick sucked by guys, dude. It's not a big deal. It's like... It is what it is. Sarah loves when I get like perverted and sexual. Yeah, I mean, everyone thinks I'm asexual because I don't talk about my escapades on air. But you know, this is not this is not that show. When I start another daddy podcast. is out there, y'all. You don't daddy, have to worry about daddy doesn't. The I mean, I work the Lord. Daddy is out there. I mean, I work like a dog, and then you know, I got a vodka yeah. dude and, and other things. You gotta you gotta unwind somehow. Um, Potomac. It's listen. I think we're lucky with Beverly Hills and we're going to be lucky with Jersey. We got lucky with Luis. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Potomac isn't, isn't Salt Lake this season ain't really doing it. It's not doing it for you. I've heard a lot of people say it. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on by a thread because we know what's coming with Jen, but a lot of people feel the same way you do. I can't tell you how many Bravo uh, fans I talk to who do not watch that franchise. And I have not seen ratings, but I'd be curious on the ratings on that. You know what it is before we talk about one thing before we go, or I think we have like a few minutes. Um, I just, I don't buy it. I don't buy, I don't even know if I buy Meredith and Lisa now. I mean, Meredith and Lisa gets together. And I don't think it's producers. Like, do I think producers were involved in Rinna and this takedown of Kathy Hilton? I do. I don't think it's it's Rinna and, and Erica. I think producers are involved. Do I think producers set in motion these fights? Maybe. I think it's the cast. I think Heather and Whitney got together and said, hey, cuz, I mean, what the fuck is going on on this show? We are boring as fuck. You know, and I think Meredith and Lisa, I think they're in on it. I think the cast came up with some of this on their own. I don't buy it. I don't buy that Whitney and Heather are mad at each other. I buy Meredith and Lisa a lot more, but even that, it's like, and again, we are at five housewives. What the hell? We just had that in New York and everyone cried bloody murder. What are we doing with five housewives? Yeah, we have three friends of coming. Why did we go this route? And by the way, I mean, I know people, this is a very controversial subject. I think Mary Cosby's possibly maybe crazy, but I mean, she passed the psych evaluation, but I think we need a little Mary Cosby in the mix. Like we it's, do. you're I mean, feeling the, 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 you're feeling the void. Yeah. Yeah, we are filling the void. We are filling the void of Mary Cosby. 100%. I, I couldn't agree with that more. I, I wanted to ask you about a topic. I was trying to think of where. What was it? I have was a topic. Oh, oh, well, tell me your topic. Tell me your and topic. then you tell me yours. Mine is the sale of Chateau du Bro, baby. Oh, it is? Okay. What's yours, um, baby? Well, mine was the Ramona Ebony trading jabs on different podcasts and what you think. I mean, Ramona came out and gave her first interview, essentially saying they were starting to film the next season when Ebony went and made false racial allegations against her and that shut everything down, that shut down the reunion, everything. I mean, basically contradicted what Andy Cohen said. Uh, it was a very I've, strong interview. I've said everything Ramona said on the Behind the Velvet Road podcast. Not about me. I don't know everything. In this situation, I did know everything. And it's not because I'm friends with Ebony. She told me all this. And someone also misread something I said about like, 
I was saying, I always just have no emotions. I am dead inside. I always go to a business point of view. And to me, I've been saying this forever, that that's exactly what happened. Now that's because people are like, you are a horrible friend to Ebony. And to, it's not that I said she shouldn't have gone to HR. She shouldn't. I Absolutely. I was just saying that's 100% the reason why when Ebony was on my podcast, you should go listen. I said to Ebony, now Ebony, this is obviously what happened. Here's the, let's cut through the shit. This is the real reason why we didn't have a reunion. You said something to HR and this happened and that's why the reunion never happened, right? It's not the ratings, that bullshit that Andy gave. No, it's like there was a formal HR thing and that's why they didn't have the reunion. And so I knew all this. I said all of it. I asked Ebony on my podcast, I'll go post and go listen to it. So that didn't really shock me. And I'm not saying she shouldn't have. I'm just saying you can't have a reunion after that. That's the reason why not like this bullshit, bad ratings and all that crap that Andy said. Um, I think, I mean, Ebony's come, Ebony, listen, she's Is anybody so talking about it? Do you Ebony think anyone great. cares? Well, I, know, I know you're a big fan of Ebony. I think that, well, I mean, I think the bigger issue is like Ramon. And I don't think people care as much, not, not about Ebony, but I just think season 13 and look, I think Ramona knows what she's doing. I mean, there's going to be a legacy show. And if there really was this thing with HR and Ebony was her point, listen, you don't argue with a lawyer because lawyers come and prove their point and drop and then walk away. When Ebony's like, well, Ramona is saying that I ruined the whole franchise and there was an HR thing. And that's why we didn't have a reunion. You know, Ebony is saying like, well, here are two actual instances where someone went and complained about Ramona too. She gave two examples of where someone went to HR and complained about Ramona, someone in production or, you know, and we still kept filming. She, she has, that's a very, that's the end of the argument. She has great points. There's two situations and then filming continued. And in this situation, like when I went and did this or whatever she said, you know, you can't say that I ruined Roni because in the past there were the same complaints and we still, so Ebony, I guess Ebony is saying there's different reasons why. I guess I am maybe just, I don't know. I, mean, I disagree with Ebony, my friend. I don't know. But the point is, I mean, the point is it's over. There's no reunion. We've moved on. I guess like to your point, do we care? Is it really a big deal? I think it's more interesting what she said about the legacy show. Everyone was saying no Ramona, no Ramona, yeah. no Ramona. And I was like, that will never happen. I'm starting to think like, you know, Ramona's running around the Hamptons telling people it's over. She is. I, I know people that Ramona runs into and she's like, no, it's over for me. And she told that to Melissa Gorg when they ran to her in the Hamptons. And she's telling people that I know. And now she's calling the legacy show legacy loser. That's what she said. She's like, you mean the loser show? She's like, I mean, listen, I see her. She's like, wait, I don't understand. There's did people that, that you the legacy show, or did she say that about the new Roni? She said it about the it's legacy. About the show. legacy. They, okay, she, so that they said, are you gonna be on out. legacy? And she said, wait, I don't understand. She said, there's a group of people that were fired from the network, Dorinda. Uh, Jill, Luann, right. There's a bunch of people that you didn't want. And now you're going to put on a show, these people that you basically don't want, like as some sort of consolation prize. And she's like, isn't that like, what is it going to be called mm -hmm. legacy? What about like loser show? Like, it's like the, the people that were fired. It's like legacy loser. That's what she said. And it's just kind of funny here. Here we go. But that leads me to believe like, look, I think when there's I think when it's a thing and there's these all now, Bravo's like, oh shit, we do have these documented HR cases. Not just Ebony, all these things. I think, again, I've said it before. I don't think Bravo cares about you people. 
I don't. I don't think the viewer, by you people, I mean the viewer. And 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 I just think they're like, oh shit, like we're we're exposed. Like we can't touch Ramona from it. I mean, you know, they did. There's all these things that are already documented and they still stayed with her. They don't care. But I think now maybe they can't touch her. And I think she knows it. And so now I'm thinking maybe there is going to be a legacy show without her. And she might as well call it the legacy loser because it's clear to the girl she ain't going to be on it. Right. It's like a that's yeah. I mean, I got that from this week for sure. Um, it's over for Ramona. You know, it, it could be over for Ramona, but I don't know. I mean, fans, people love Ramona. I mean, people love Ramona. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, because that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. People and- were team Ramona on this whole thing. Um, much like they are, you know, the same way with Nene Leaks. Again, I, I think you could bring Nene Leaks back on any network anywhere and people would love it. I mean, she's so unique and Ramona is the same way. I don't know. I mean, I I tend to go back to your original theory, which is if this Jenna Lyons, I cannot wait to see on camera. I think a lot of people are curious if this Roni new reboot does well. I don't think you will ever see a legacy ever, 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 ever. I think it will fade off into the sunset. It will be a year later. It will go on two years later. We'll be on to other things. And why? Yeah. And it's already like, I mean, when did Roni go off the air season 13, a year and a half ago? Like now we're filming. We are, they didn't really film. They do little B rolls here and there, but until, I mean, could you imagine if they were like, wait, that guy has a Bravo sweatshirt on, like, you know, shit leaks. So they purposely couldn't go around town and film five women, four women before BravoCon. We are just starting guys. We're just starting the filming. So what is this, a year and a half later? So now this reboot starts two years, two and a half years after this, and then has to air. Now we're like two and a half years later. Are we going to really be like, yes, of course, these people are screaming, yes, but I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if as people get older and the world changes, I'm not so sure wherever I stand by that. We're going to receive a legacy show. Thank you for agreeing with me. Um, I Love just you. think, I just think it's weird also that this is, if you can't call it legacy, like, look, I don't care if you hate Ramona, look, they're not going to violate an HR thing that business, right. That's, that's what trumps the whole thing business. So Ramona won't be there if it's a, it, only legal. That's it. That is the only reason. Nene, Ramona, it's got to be a real, like this is exposing the network and NBC. But I don't know how you're going to say this is a legacy of Roni. And here, and I love her. I love you, Tinsley. And here's Tinsley. And here's this one. Where's Ramona? It's really strange. It's where's, where's, you got to have Luann. You got to have Joe and you got to have Ramona. To me, those are the three core people. And then you got to go from there. And it's different with Bethany because everyone knows she doesn't want, I don't know. It's weird to me. To oh my God. And people are out Ramona. of the- coming out of the woodworks on TikTok to talk about Bethany and how awful she was, <laughs> awful she is allegedly. And then so, I also think the whole, I, I mean, the, I just think it's weird. You hear these rumors about Heather and Terry. They say they're not true. Now the house is sold. Chateau Dubrow, 55 million, breaks records. They bought something in LA. They're moving into candy spelling. Like a building. penthouse or something. Yes. Oh, really? It's the same yes. building. Dorothy Wang from Bling Empire and Rich Kids of Beverly Hills live there. I don't know if she still owns it because she moved to New York to film Bling Empire, New York spinoff, Dorothy Wang. It's coming guys. Um, I don't know if she still owns it. Her father
mother has billions. I mean, when you have billions, you move out of the century, you move here. Did she rent it? Did she sell it? But she's out of there. But Candy Spelling owns the top there. So that's where Heather and Terry bought this. Um, you know, is, is this a move or is this, I mean, is this a real move to LA and are they angling for Beverly Hills? Look, I think Heather, everyone's going to scream and uh, plug their ears. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm blinded when it comes to Heather because she's been so good to me in the show. I think Heather would be great on Beverly Hills Housewives. I do. I don't think they need her right now, but I think. I know be- that would be a mix. I mean, it, well, it is kind of like, I don't know. How are they going to, of course, they're probably already done filming the next season of RHO. Um, See, OC, so she can do that. You know? and- she can move and then see what happens. But that's interesting, that move. Yeah, that's in- very interesting. I mean, again, they could move back to- He has more and- money than half of them on the damn show. Like she is yeah. Beverly Hill. She can play, right? And I just think- Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they know. do. I mean, interesting. All People right. People are saying that she's been in England. She's already talked about how she knows Rena and Garcelle and everything. So I don't know. Man, we have to just cover so many topics next time. There's behind the so Velvet much Road. talk about flies by. Okay. Where can we find you, Sarah? At the Sarah Fraser Show on all social media. Sarah Fraser Show puts out new episodes seven days a week on Apple and Spotify. Everywhere pods are played. It's amazing. Keep in touch. Love you. Love you, Gorge. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.